Hello, I'm Gavin Giovanoni, Professor of Neurology at Bart's and the London School of Medicine. I'm uh, doing the short uh, MSLV podcast because I am really uh, disheartened. Um, I was at an international MS meeting over the weekend and we were using a virtual virtual board game, a card game to teach healthcare professionals um, about clinical decision-making in relation to disease-modifying therapies for their patients. And I was very surprised and actually disheartened to hear that many of these attendees failed to even include alemtuzumab or autologous hemopoietic stem cell transplant, HSCT, in their decision-making. They were clearly surprised when I stated that if I were their patient, I'd expect them to include alemtuzumab and HSCT's potential treatment options. In other words, I'd want a choice about whether or not I could have these treatments. And I'm talking about not necessarily first line, but these were escalation therapies for people with very poor prognostic profiles and very active MS. They were not even thinking about using these uh, treatments. And I say this because both alemtuzumab and HACT are licensed or reimbursed in many countries for treating MS. And we have unbelievable data now supporting their early use in terms of better outcomes. Um, I suppose the message I've got to, get a, I've got to appreciate is that that message about how effective these two treatment strategies, uh, both alemtuzumab and HACT, is, is uh, not getting through to the next generation of MSologists or healthcare professionals. And I think this is a great tragedy. Um, when I asked him about the 10-year, uh, the results of the extension study, nobody could uh, actually summarize them for me. And I suppose this is a failure on possibly my part or the uh, uh, company that makes alemtuzumab or the stakeholder group that actually promotes HACT for treatment of MS. But the headline results are that in the 10-year data that we presented at ECTRIMS two years ago, 60% of the subjects were free of disability worsening. Almost 50% had actually an improvement in disability. In other words, they went into the study and actually had reduced EDSSs coming out. And the annualized brain volume loss, in other words, the biomarker of end organ damage, what I call the integrator of damage, was below 0.2%, essentially in the normal range for age. Uh, and the great tragedy in the results is those subjects that were randomized to receive interferon for the first two years before going on to uh, alemtuzumab never really caught up in terms of their brain volume loss. And so this message of time is brain and spinal cord is really supported by the alemtuzumab uh, extension trial about uh, what's lost is lost. Um, now, I know people will criticize me and say, well, you know, any open label is extension is clouded by the fact that in this particular study, about a 40% dropout rate. And then, in other words, we're enriching for responders. But even then, even though we're enriching for responders, we still have more than half the population of trial subjects in the extension study. And they support this concept of hitting Hermes early and hard. And a large proportion of these patients are in long-term remission. And I have personal experience of this. We were one of the um, biggest sites in terms of recruitment for both the CARE MS1 and CARE MS2 trials. And it came for the exit uh, assessments. I did the majority of them. And I've never seen so many people with MS living normal lives with no disability in long-term remission 
uh, with normalized brain volume loss and still carrying around the label of having MS. So I, I think this message needs to get through. These people who are treated with alemtuzumab early in the course of their disease, um, we're talking about naives uh, and patients within the first five years of uh, disease onset, they do incredibly well. And the results for HSCT are similarly as impressive. Uh, however, the HSCT cohort comes with much greater upfront risks. As you're probably aware, there's a mortality rate of between 0.3 and maybe even up to 2%, depending on which unit does the uh, bone marrow transplant. But again, the results are so impressive. Now, wouldn't it be great to be able to tell some of these people who've had alemtuzumab or HACT 10 or more years ago and are now in remission that they are cured? And I think this is why um, we've tried to define what an MS cure looks like so we can uh, at least look for it in clinical practice. Uh, and by doing this, we may be able to nudge the MS community and maybe people with the disease uh, to, take up, to take up the option of having these two treatments uh, uh, early on the course of their disease. Anyway, I just hope that when the 10-year results come out, the paper is uh, written, it'll be submitted very soon, and when these results come out, that we as an MS community make a big noise about it because it'll be by far the best 10-year uh, follow-up results we've ever seen uh, in the field of multiple sclerosis, and we can't ignore it. And I hope the MS community will at least acknowledge that some of these people treated early with uh, these very effective therapies uh, and they're both immune reconstitution therapies may be in uh, may be cured, uh, and unless we define and look for a cure, we will never be able to say to people in the future, "You have had MS, and you're cured of the disease." Um, so, I would just like to use this opportunity to nudge the MS community to think a little bit more broadly about. Uh, how they treat MS, and not to exclude alemtuzumab and HSCT uh, as potential treatment options for people with at least poor prognostic profile and very active disease. Um, at the moment, people aren't going there because they, I don't know why they're not going there, maybe because they feel it's too risky, but too risky for who? For them as the clinician or the patient having the decision to have that treatment. So please keep your mind open about um, uh, MS treatments. Anyway, I've said enough. Um, I'm going to go away and think about how we can uh, reignite this debate about using highly effective immune reconstitution therapies early in the course of the disease. And maybe we need to come back to this issue around, you know, can we cure MS or not? Anyway, read the uh, uh, newsletter, download the poster, look at the poster, uh, ask questions. I'll try and respond. And don't forget that uh, um, I still appreciate it. You can afford it to subscribe. Good news is we're about to launch the beta version of the MS Selfie microsite in about a week's time. So you will uh, get to see what your uh, donations and subscriptions are paying for. And uh, as always, it'll still be uh, something in development. It's never going to be finished, but at least it'll give you some idea what this uh, microsite uh, is going to look like. And then maybe in the near future, I will be able to launch the uh, uh, online course to teach you about uh, the principles underlying the management of MS. So I'd just like to thank you for supporting the uh, MS Selfie initiative. And if you are supporting it already, please continue doing so. It is much appreciated. <music>